Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 in Indian School or online at chapmandodge.com. You know, some people say the only thing better than something big is saving big on that something big. It's Dick Toledo, and what's the one thing nearly everyone wants or needs to go anywhere or to help you to get stuff done? A truck. Check that. A big truck. And right now at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big during Ram Power Days on every new Ram truck. So see the big savings for yourself and visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Rock Wars, the wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Thank you, inept hero, champions of last year's Playdio and perhaps this year's Playdio. We'll see. <laughs> we got a message from our boys in Goth Brooks wondering what's they going wanna, on. All right, we might have to. We we'll, might have to just do an on-air contest. I think I think that's and declare the best a winner. Way to go. Yep. We can't do the live portion, but maybe. I don't know. Especially with the Italian in the chair. Oh, well, what? <laughs> Gotta have you judging. <laughs> Put a bullet in it. <laughs> uh, That'll be his sound. Well, yeah. <laughs> or we'll just have Tony Soprano. <laughs> I'm finished with this guy. Yeah. Charcoal? I'm done with this guy. No, you can't. You can't have him do a slur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, settle down. Sure? Look what you did. I mean, we could. Are Noah. you sure? <laughs> what are you, Noah? <laughs> Uh, that's such a great scene in a show because it's just so uncomfortable for everyone in the scene. Um, I'm on cloud nine. I can't lie to you. Uh-oh. I mean, it's just seven and oh. I, <laughs> it's a nationally televised games. And as my favorite uh, person on the planet, Black Jesus, would say, yesterday was a five-star matchup because we in it. And it just makes me happy. Seven and oh, and who knows, you know. That was the toughest part of the schedule. You got the Cowboys, Cowboys coming up. Cowboys are next Come week, on. which would normally be a trap game. They're not game, even trying. But they can't even win a trap ben game. Ben DiNucci? Sorry, Might, Brett. And then after Come that, after that, it's the Bungles. Oh. And then the Jags. We could yeah, accidentally end up Look out. Joey B's back, baby. Okay. Back. But yeah, where, did, where did he go? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What happened? Where'd he go? Yeah. <clears throat> Congratulations. Well, he's been keeping it tight. Hack of a game yesterday. <laughs> he's good, but, uh, you know, come on. And and there are games in there that you could squeak out a loss just overlooking a team. But that was a, the meat of the Steelers schedule just happened. You know, the tough Browns, I'm using quotey fingers. You got the Titans, who are a good team, AFC Championship last year. 
And then the Ravens, who are, you know, quality team. That would be and good. Uh, what are the matchups for Thanksgiving weekend? I know that one. Steelers have that. I don't know. Uh, Cowboys yeah, and – you're on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Who do you play? The Ravens. Ravens. The Ravens again? Oh, yeah. Oh. Good game. But it is – I've never felt this before. I was six. The Steelers were 7-0 and in 1978. I was six years old. And I remember watching, but I didn't understand what that was, what undefeated was. You know, I knew it was good. I knew the team was really good. My dad was elated every day. I remember watching the games with him, especially the Houston Oilers games. What used to just piss him off. That Earl Campbell was the devil in our house. I just remember watching Billy White Shoes. Oh, that team was just, oh, they were the worst. Somebody tackle Pastorini. Dan Pastorini and Earl Campbell. Like, ah. I was going to text you. There was an episode of Fantasy Island on not too long ago. Dan Pastorini was in it. Yeah. And uh, there were two girls. Do you have a time machine? Why, I know. Are... <laughs> two ladies that were in it were, were older. I know you'd know who they were, yeah. but they were playing these young cheerleaders, but they were in their 40s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they were in their 20s. In the 70s, you looked 40 in your 20s. Is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, they looked terrible. Okay. Billy White Shoes. Pull it up. Find that I episode. Will. Dan Pastorini was – I remember Dan Pastorini being on Fantasy Island for some reason, and I don't know why. But, yeah, he was – oh, that Oilers team. God, that was just – pacing in the house just pacing and then yesterday i kind of caught myself like oh my god i am my father now i've i'm pacing around i've been that way for years though right really. off the bat mickey spillane with the interception <laughs> not mickey spillane <laughs> robert spillane <laughs> man mickey Writing spillane detective novels, no, no, on the no, side. no. Uh-huh. no it isn't mickey spillane it's an old 50s yeah Detective novelist. And he used to be on those light beer from Miller commercials. <laughs> Mickey Spillane. This guy. He's, a, he's not even a football fan anymore because he's got the Bengals. To, did you even watch the Bengals yesterday? No, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch. get the Bengals game. Yeah, you don't even care. You're going to watch that. That was great. And I also, the great thing yesterday was I am intolerant now. I've turned over a new leaf. I am completely intolerant of close friends. That try to play that funny game of I'm rooting for the team against yours. Jeremy's not coming in today because he's not allowed. Uh, what a he, dumbass. He over, did that? Ravens, Ravens, Ravens after they scored, they went up 14-7. And I said, you take tomorrow off. What? You heard me. You go play with Bob Kemp. That's enough. All done here. And Caliendo texts Uh-oh. over. Man, those Ravens are good. And I said, I'm blocking you. And I blocked his <laughs> phone number. And I don't know that I'll ever hear from him again. I don't know when I'm going to open that door to that again. Great. Now he's just going to text me to get a hold of you. Fine. I'll be the middleman. Well, if it's from Frank, it's blocked. Nothing's changed. I'll block the middleman. Right. I just I, I don't understand people that, that don't get it. They think everybody's a fan like them so they can needle. You don't realize it when you're dealing with super fans, weirdos, that we're emotional and we're tied to it to a way you can't get. It's like picking on somebody's kids. Let him have kids. his perfection. Well, it isn't about that. It was no, then they were losing. Lose a game they or after losing. that you've never heard from that person. Uh, at least oh, that happened they're for the me. Worst. Out of the blue. Oh, are a couple they years the worst. ago. Never talked to the guy. Yeah, that that is the one where just somebody you don't talk to fires up. Your team looks a little off today. Remember when Toledo started to tell me the first time we ever golfed? I never seen you play like this. Like you've never seen me play. Shut up! And I left. <laughs> yeah, I, I, why in the world would you uh, step up and make a comment to somebody like, "Hey, team looks pretty brutal right now. I should bench Ben." Really? Okay. 
And then you, and then I always text back something horrible at the end. Like, remember when you said an hour ago they should bench Ben? Did you watch the second half, Jackass? I hope you have cancer. And that's usually <laughs> what I say to somebody whose number I don't know, and they fire off a comment about the geez, somebody took it a little seriously. Uh huh. And I don't think I've uh, tiptoed around the fact that I do. But you're more okay if, if if a Ravens fan texts you and you guys are going back and forth, oh, back and forth. They've got and seen them again. some douche that right. that isn't a fan of the team. Because the only thing they're trying to do is needle me. Right. They got yeah, no exactly. reason to do it. Yeah, the only thing you're trying to do is needle a. F- Ooh, this guy's crazy. Watch, and then you're going to get all pissed off. I'm like, yeah, because you're a jackass. Leave. I don't even like it when Steeler fans start turning into Cardinal fans. We're terrible. This team stinks. You start hearing like, wait a second, stop. This is what Cardinal fans do. They they they're they're bipolar with their fandom. They're like high when everything's high and low when everything's low. Just steady. But seven and zero feels good. And I know I'm talking to a city who's never felt it. I've never felt it. It's a it's rare air. And when you're staring at the Cowboys, yeah, I know it could be a complete meltdown. But eight and zero, pretty reasonable. That team is broke. Oh, they're broke. That was tough to watch. Ben DiNucci. Were you happy last night? You guys put up flags and the Columbus statues. Of course, and stuff? We, we took down the Trump flags and yeah. we were driving our pickup trucks yeah. with the big DiNucci. That's locking Biden supporters. <laughs> yep, DiNucci, DiNucci. I think that's what the Lorenzo and his dad were saying. Oh, DiNucci, 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 DiNucci. Big game. Oh, was Pastorini the last Italian that you guys had in the God, NFL? I think so. Yeah, back I when mean, you guys was... controlled gambling, there were more Italian quarterbacks and heavyweight champions. Those were the days. Yeah, back when the Those Italians were, the were, were ruining all sports with uh, ruining rigging. It was better. I'm sorry, I meant to say rigging all <laughs> yeah. sports. But wait, three world champions <laughs> in boxing were Italian. <laughs> the greatest fighter of all time is Rocky Marciano. Like, are you right. kidding me? <laughs> You know why? It's because the guys he were he was fighting had no civil rights yet and were being offered $10,000 to lay down for the Italian or else. Hey, tomatoes, tomatoes, no, whatever. No, no. <laughs> and then they lost control of gambling and all of a sudden black guys were champions all the time. Except for the ones that had money, like Joe Lewis, who did end up taking dives. And then that miserable Jersey Joe Walcott that tried to ruin everything for the Italians. That dude came in and goes, I don't want your money, and just pounded little Italians into the earth. Even my dad had a friend in high school that made a lot of money in, for football. He uh, came out of Columbus, went to Notre Dame. Ralph Guglielmi, <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> I never be a quarterback. You're 5'5". You're Italian. I've seen you. Legend. Brett's, Guglielmi? Brett's the tallest Guglielmi. Italian ever that doesn't play for the Italian <laughs> basketball team. Brett is 6'3 in Italian. Nobody knows how it happened. Pastorini was like half not Italian, so he was tall. Italian quarterbacks. And now you got Ben DiNucci. Oh, all the way from James Madison University. <laughs> ben DiNucci is uh, under center for the Cowboys. I tell you what, you tackle me, you got hell to pay. I tell you that. Right now they got to pick their they, – they just need that one game. Who? Ben DiNucci runs up. Not They just need to bet on one game to get the fix in. Oh, yeah. We need to back up the fifty-six. Yeah, but but that's when the mob stopped being gamblers. Oh my god! And they started dealing with uh, drugs. You remember a nineteen fifty-five quarterback? Yeah, that was a classmate of my dad. It was his dad. And of course, the stories were legendary in the house. You know, I played golf with Jack Nicholas, big Trump guy, and I uh, wrestled uh, this guy uh, Ralph Ralph Guglielmi. There, (laughs) he ended up playing for the Washington R words. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Ralph. <laughs> He's a Washington R word for a while there. And then, uh, you know, I wrestled him uh, there, boy. I need to get a Danucci jersey now. Yeah, you need it. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised that <laughs> yeah. the Italian Americans are just handing those out. <laughs> well, if you go to the Italian American club yeah. down on, the, on 12th there, yeah. I'm and sure. It, and it's got the, and you know what? They'll ruin it. It'll be a Cowboys jersey only in the star, but it'll be green, red, and white. Yes! It'll yes! just be the ugliest Italian <laughs> flag right. ever. Danucci's making us proud. No interceptions last night. Guy fumbles every five seconds, but no interceptions. Kuliami. Did you see him handing off to Ezekiel Elliott? Oh, it's like he was touching kryptonite. Ugh, I don't want it. You t- he can only play the early game on Sunday. Got to be home for dinner. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Next thing you know. The gravy's already on. Ezekiel Elliott comes up with a mysterious illness and yeah. behind him. Larry Danucci. <laughs> what? He's my brother. Danucci's. We're the backfield now. You know, I got a good blocking cousin up there. Get him up on that front line. I want him on the line. The Danucci's. Danucci. You're doomed. There's no good Italian quarterbacks at all. Yeah, once the mob started saying, you know where the money is, is this drug world, and they got out of sports and gambling the way they used to when they controlled it, you saw the fall off nearly immediately of all Italian athletes. There's a few that pop up here and there, but very rarely. And they used to dominate the landscape of sport. Polish people and Italians. Guy says, you're right, John. Remember all the Italians in the NHL? <laughs> all the Romanos, the Ricci's, the Biancas, yeah. the Espositos. Yeah. Where are they now? Where, they're gone. They're gone. Because <laughs> they're like, what happened? Where, where did all the, where the funding go? What's with the foreigners? What the hell am I doing here? <laughs> uh, they rigged the 80 Olympics just so, uh, you know. Right. Michael Ruzioni. We got a Ruzioni out there? <clears throat> Dollars to Donuts says those Russians don't show up. They, Damn mo- it, they, they moved it. over to Cornhole. Hey, uh, Vladimir, Dimitri, come over here for a second. I got an offer for you. And it just so happened it was in New York, the 80 Olympics. Shocking. You guys like American money in blue jeans? We very much like American money blue jeans. Tell you what, you throw that game against the USA team, I'll get you loaded with them. But some of us will die at the hands of our uh, uh, government if we lose to the United States uh, Children's College team. We'll make it worth your while. <laughs> i tell you what. You're dealing with uh, New York right now. You're not dealing with Russia. We'll, make, we'll be all right. Keys are in the truck. Who do you think's running the Cold War around here? All of them go back. We got Mercedes oh. Benz uh, and uh, Blue Jeans. And we lose to American college boys, but uh, Blue Jeans. Toledo, how do you forget about Testa Verde as the Italian Oh, yeah. The last, the last of the greats. And he was a complete – something went right there. He was like 6'11". He was like uh, – we, we, built, we built one different. You and, guys uh, claim Gino Toretta? Yeah. You want him anymore? <laughs> that, and that's when you knew Miami was crooked because <laughs> they were running Testa Verde and Toretta, and they're winning Heisman trophies yep. with average numbers. Oh, you're going into the pros. Because that was when the Italians merged drugs and sports still. Because they were oh, just watch, breaking watch out. the U. Oh. Allegedly. Allegedly. The mob was at the U. <laughs> Tell you what, you win a national championship, and then my cousin's got a kid named Gino. He's going to be quarterback <laughs> next year. And he's going to win a Heisman. Gino, goddamn Toretto, won a Heisman trophy. You're telling me that was on the up and up? 
I forget. The fix has been how much? In. How much for the Heisman? Look who he beat too. I can't remember who it was, but it's a it's a it's a, it's Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, and Toretta standing with the with the statue. <laughs> I had an amazing college career as Gino Toretta. Decision was made the night before. Oh, this is was, how it's going to go. Well, Joe down. Montana was Italian. No, he was. Yes, There's he was. An, There's an yes. He, Google it. Montana's American. Google it. Joe Montana might have a little Italian in him, but it's he Sicilian was Italian and Italian. Italian. Look it up. Spanish. Look it up. He changed his name years ago. <laughs> Montanese. It got changed at Ellis Island. All right. It wasn't his family's fault. <laughs> uh, I don't buy it. Garoppolo. Oh, oh yeah. And Gino Toretta, number one in the Heisman yeah. vote. Yeah. Number two, Marshall Falk. Yeah. Toretta number three, Garrison Hurst. Number four, right. Marvin Jones. He even had a good yeah. career. Where's the problem? <laughs> what was everybody complaining about? <laughs> Gino was a stud. Lay down. Yeah, Garoppolo. Charlie Ward. I'll give you Garoppolo. Drew Bledsoe. That's a keeper, but Garoppolo is just, uh, he was one of those people, no matter what his deal was, he was going to make it. He's Jimmy G. Well, he had to relocate. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah, they yeah. had to get him out get of, him out of yeah. New England. Had to get him out of here. It's too bad Brady spells his last uh, letter with a Y. <laughs> it was Brady, Brady. Oh, my goodness. Good Italian boy. They used to dominate. Now they don't. But Danucci last night. God, that was fun to see. That's that is a super Italian name. I'm, I'm already looking for the jerseys. You got to get one. <laughs> get a bucks. Get a Bears Danucci for no reason. <laughs> you don't have a quarterback. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'd love it. So anyway, yeah, football's been football has been. And my only fear is the Steelers will end up like 11 and 0, and then all of a sudden COVID outbreak, and we can't have the rest of the season. And I'm like, oh no. If uh, you know, on the college side, the Big Ten rule. You know, like if it happens to High State, which it happened to Wisconsin, yeah, you're out for 21 days. Yeah, you're done for almost the whole. That's month. done. The season's over. Yeah, and I don't know how you can continue on with the rest of the conference. Right. Here's the list of Italian Vince NFL. Lombardi. There's another one. He's the number. He's the the, the things named after him because in the 50s and 60s they rigged all the games. For Vince him. Ferragamo. Nah. And look at look oh, at number yeah, one Vinny. there. Number one yeah. on the list. You guys are claiming. Here's that. your famous Chicago Bear, Joe Buffone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're not around anymore. Fair. Well, he had another job Monday through and uh, Saturday. Look, almost all these pictures are are black and white because <laughs> that's when the mob. Tony Siragusa, there you yes. go. Yes, Nick Bonacani. I stood next to Ball. Nick Bonacani. He's like five <laughs> <He> four. <is. laughs> he's tiny. <laughs> ball hawk. Yeah, he's a ball hawk. Well, these are all just Paulie Malinaggi. Yeah, Paulie Malinaggi was a great Italian home. His hands kept breaking on people's faces. <laughs> Ow, we got to stop this. He did. He broke his hands every time he fought. There aren't many is what I'm saying. I'm Montana, saying, Marino. Oh, all right, settle down. You had, and, and that Marino. was, look, I'll give you this. Dan Marino. Yeah, Dan Marino. I'll tell you this. What would that be? Franco Harris. People forget the Italian army. Franco's Italian army. Yeah. Franco was super Italian. Huge. But that was the 70s and 80s when they still had their Back hands Back when it was great. They still, they still had Back when the league was a league. A lot more. I'm saying it's dwindling. You guys Man. have lost it because you're so focused on Mexican drugs that you won't even get back into the gambling. <laughs> and go back into money. To, yeah, go back to Vegas when you guys dominated that city and made it worth something. That's when Vegas was great. That too. was when Vegas was yeah. great. Yeah, so I, I've this- never. I've been to the Aria. I don't know, count hundred times in my life. I love Vegas. I, I go up there. I've never once felt like someone's going to show up and break my hands. <laughs> I want that Vegas back. I want somebody to go, you had a nice night there, Mr. Holmberg. Would you like to come back and count your cash? I would love that. So, you walk out of here tonight or else I'm going to bust every finger on your hand. You walk out of here with $100,000. Right. Goodbye. How dare you? 
the nerve to take money out of my casino. So let me get this straight. Vesley used to play hockey. Gamba Ding Dong must have played hockey, too. And now yeah. you guys are trying to take over radio? No, they're not taking over. <laughs> Don't worry about it. They got some Swede pulling the sled. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry about that. How'd you let the Swede take over? I got over? that covered. Brandon Love just texted over. Brian Piccolo. All right, all right. He, he, he didn't make it too far. He got his. Great movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a bear, he for God's sakes, but I can't even go with that one. Yeah, we made a star out of his running mate, too. That's right. That Gale that, says. <laughs> Maybe you heard of it. Tell you what. He didn't, try, he didn't take Brian Piccolo's disease and die from it, so a couple years later we blew his knees up. <laughs> Take he that, Gale says. He didn't get the hint. You should have protected your roommate better. <laughs> Italian Americans in sports. Beautiful thing. <laughs> Funny. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. It's a beautiful I would thing. love, I would love, I, I, <laughs> if it weren't for the fear of being killed, I would love to make the documentary and go, how in the living f- did this happen? Jake LaMotta, Rocky Marciano, I mean, uh, uh, Primo, Carnera. Hold on. Yeah. You don't think any they, of them I mean, can boom, fight? No. LaMotta can fight. <laughs> Come on. You don't think the black guys they were beating the tar out of could fight? They would have nope. rushed. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Yes, they could. Those guys were angrier than the Italians. They were just dead broke and didn't have voting rights, and you and the Italians were in charge of the sport. They could go over to and Jake LaMotta. Yeah, and they'd be like, hey. Uh, we'll kill your whole family if you lose to if you beat Jake Lamotta. Allegedly, no, you know it. <laughs> Lamotta's going to be the champ, but then that miserable Jersey Joe Walcott showed up. <laughs> what was the other guy's name that used to beat the Floyd? But no, it wasn't Floyd Patterson. Somebody used to they beat the tar out of each other three times. They just big fights. One hundred and six fights for Lamotta. He, he only showed up for forty one of them though. Whoa. He had like 62 fights. He didn't even show up. And the winner, Jake LaMotta, just to think about 83 and 19. It. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the How last, about that for a record, wow, huh? please. The last oh, 12 man. or 13 were him just standing in the ring taking a beating with a belly Where full of sauce. Where is he? <laughs> Turn around. Yeah. Oh, man. He was Jake LaMotta. Great. The raging boy. 9, 5, and 1. Who? His last 15. Oh, points. yeah. No, he, he, I don't know what he was thinking. The last four years of his career, he was done. Maybe two. They used to fight a lot, too. He'd fight like six fights a year. Because they could. They knew they weren't going to get punched back. I don't know about that. I go, I know what this guy's not going to hit me, right? No, Jake, you're good. All right, I'll fight him. I mean, I don't guess I'll fight him. I'll, I'll stand in there with him and I'll knock him around. I'll slap some sense into this kid. <laughs> but, yeah, it was all of them. Baseball had Italians like Joe DiMaggio. And, before, Those were the days. It was before TV, too, so you didn't even know if they were good. You were just being told they were. There's another knock for DiMaggio. He swung and he missed. Shut up. Joe. DiMaggio's on second once again. What a wonderful day it is in the Bay. The best thing about DiMaggio is he can miss the ball and still get a double. (laughs) I love it. And he was Mr. Coffee, right? He ended up being Mr. Coffee. Because that's how they smuggled it in. That's right. Through DiMaggio's ass. Yeah. (laughs) Brady's right. But but he was Mr. Coffee, (laughs) C-O-F-F-I. And Mr. Coffee. Uh, this is a good letter. How about this? Toledo sends yeah. me this thing. Hey, Toledo. Uh, Amy here, big fan of the show for a really long time, and I'm a Blue Star mom. My son is deployed uh, far overseas as a military policeman. This is his first Veterans Day. He's a native Arizonan, born in Glendale, and the fourth generation of our family to serve our country, America. 
He graduated from high school, immediately stepped up to serve in the military. Uh, he has long hair like your son, Toledo. Uh, so there is hope yet that he turns into a good boy. Your kid. Hope so. Uh, says, I know it would mean a lot to my son if he re- received an unexpected care package from Arizona, especially his very first Veterans Day. It means a lot to me as well. Uh, his address is below. Thanks for the show, for all you do for the vets. Uh, our homeless pets are homeless. The brave Arizonans deployed in harm's way. Uh, my son always says, Mom, I'll keep watch while you sleep. And his name is uh, Dylan James, and he's out there. Well, thank you, Dylan James and Amy, Mom. Uh, that's exactly what the deployment thing's all about, and we're, we're pushing. The last bit of KUP deployment is, uh, is available now. I mean, uh, November 11th is, what is that, next Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday, next Wednesday. So uh, we've got a little less than a week and a half to, to make this happen. You go to 98kupd.com, click on the deployment thing, and find something you want to give over there to uh, guys like Dylan James, who's doing his job for us. And that's a great phrase. He says, you know, I keep watch while you sleep. That's exactly what they're doing. And I know it feels like, you know, there's been no war for a while. And that's a good thing. But they're still out there. You never know what could break. And uh, they're there for us. So, and they're not home. That's the bigger part is they're just not around. And they'd love to be with their families. And they're not. So a care package means the world to them. We've got stuff we need. The Amazon wish list. We'll pop it right over to our building. We'll pack it up. We'll send it out, and these guys will all get it. We need the addresses, but we've got most of them right. anyway. I think there's 1,300-something Arizona troops overseas, and we're going we're gonna to knock as many of those out as we can with full packages. So I bet you Dylan gets one. Thanks, Amy, and thanks, Dylan. Blue Star family. We're going to have more Tang High on the Plex, too. Apparently. Yeah, oh, the letters are coming. Apparently, yep. Yeah. A new batch. So last year, Brett, we read letters okay. from Lisa's uh, – Toledo's uh, wife's school, all the little kids wrote letters. Right. And uh, let me just tell you this. If Lisa's their teacher, she needs to be fired. Not a one of them could spell. <laughs> we had very few Lorenzos in this pile. Yeah. Very few. And one kid just wrote the words, Tang High on the Plex. Tang High? I send this off to the troops. They'll know what it means. Tang High on the Plex. It was Pootie Tang, I think, wrote a letter to the troops. <laughs> Not many people uh, knew what he was saying, but the one guy that got it. So we say Tang Got the code to carry out the operation. <laughs> Tang High on the Plex, boys. You know what I'm You need saying. to go back to Pomo and have uh, Lorenzo write a letter. Oh, my God. Hey, how you doing oh, over there? Me? Lorenzo's letter would be, dearest gentlemen of the service <laughs> military, I am Lorenzo. I am but 11 years old. Kid was incredible. Comes out bathroom dressed as Trump, throwing the China around publicly, <laughs> asking me, you a Trump guy? Why not? Sure. We're, we're there. I want to see what you've got up your sleeve, kid. I, you can't piss me off. I'm easy. <laughs> I would have liked it if you came on as Biden. I didn't care. Oh, man, that crowd was not. Look, playing. I'm going to be here all day. I got multiple outfits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got next, kid? What's act two? <laughs> yeah. Watch this. I'm really going to piss off the gays over there. I'm coming out of share, and I'm going to kill myself publicly. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Brett? All right. On the Action Ride Shop board, we got uh, 6 a.m., Ice Nine Kills, Metallica, BLS. A uh, few Ice voting ones kills. vote with a bullet from uh, oh, Corrosion geez, no, of Conformity. No, I don't think we're allowed to do that right now. Reckoning Day from Megadeth, which that. could be for tomorrow. Uh, Six Feet Under, Chevelle, Fear Factory, and The Foo. Let's do a little Megadeth. We'll do Reckoning Day. Okay. That one's a very political song. Good stuff, too. It's my, it's, I'm not a Megadeth guy, but that's one of my favorites. I got three good Megadeth songs in my head, and that's one of them because of the drums. Oh, the drums at the end are just... Oh, it's awesome. 
How is Dave doing? Does anybody know? I heard he's recovering. Yeah, they're 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 finishing up an album right now. Yeah, because Dave Elson, uh, it's been almost a year since I went to a Suns game with him, and we chatted about stuff. And I told him, I'm like, I give Mustaine so much crap on the air. I've stopped since the cancer because I'm not going down that road. But uh, he's like, he's doing good. But he told me back then. He said, we're supposed to do a bunch of and good. I'm glad they didn't. They're supposed to do a bunch of uh, cruises. Yeah, earlier this year they were going to do the Megadeth cruises, and he said he won't be ready. And to he had sing that on those. camp. Oh yeah, no, well, the camp thing died. I don't think that's. I think he even sold that place. But the the cruises were going, and Dave had his cancer, and it was bad. And uh, even Allison said, I don't think he's going to be ready to sing at those. But we'll get the other bands going and we'll play. But I don't think. And then COVID happened, so who knows? But evidently. He's back and ready to go. So yeah, from from what I hear, that new album's supposed to be phenomenal. Really, they always say it, and it's going to be heavy like the old stuff, is what they say. So see, I'm not a Megadeth guy. No, no, I like the music. He, he drives me crazy, and voice. that's because I had a run in with him, and he kind of ruined everything. <laughs> Dave and I uh, almost fought at a sushi bar, and evidently, what? oh yeah, evidently, he, well, we argued, and then there was tension, a lot of tension. All right, spill it. Uh, I made fun of him on the air. I'm badass, just doing the you know right. over the top Dave Mustaine yeah. thing, and so at the time our boss name was JJ said Dave would like to talk to you about this. I'm like what? And that was when he had his busted arm, and everybody said yeah. he couldn't play anymore. So we meet at Raw Sushi in Chandler, and I thought it was a joke. So you're going for a sit down? I'm going for a joke. I'm thinking this is hilarious. Dave yeah. wants to you meet me. I'm doing the impression. He's like, yeah. that's great. I thought I'd sit down, and he's like the king of his court. He's at the end of the table. And he goes. I understand. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm right. <laughs> You're waiting for the Reckoning Day drums to start yeah. up? <laughs> <laughs> he had a fan on his hair at yeah. the end of the table. <laughs> Just blowing. The red hair was everywhere. The ginger hair all over the sushi. I guess you've got a problem with me. <laughs> what the? <laughs> you really talk like that. I'm like, no, I don't have any problem. I'm just goofing around. I'm a rock legend. Okay. You tell yourself that. And so we went back and forth for a little bit. And then he's like, you want to come to my studio and check out my new licks? Not in particularly, no. Never been a fan of the band. How can you be a rock guy and not like my band? I don't know. I just don't. Not everybody does. So we're back and forth. And then I had to drive over to this studio, and he just stared at me while he played his guitar. They said I was done. Clearly not true. <laughs> Like, that's great. I think you're an amazing musician. Good for you. Back and forth. I'm like, this is so uncomfortable and so awkward. Get in the car with JJ. And he goes, that didn't go well. I'm like, no. But Jay, why would you even put me in that? I thought you were kidding. I thought, and he was like, so Dave hates me. So I didn't like him. When either. you asked him to do Smoke on the Water, that's yeah. what he's like, get out. Like, you know, my favorite. This is in Guitar Center, pal. My favorite song you guys do is For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, you're going to die today. Poison is sushi. Yeah, we ate sushi, and he yelled at me for not being a fan in a weird way. But, you know, I wish him nothing but the best now because he got sick. But it was fun for a while. And then I just notched it up, and then we just made Dave a character constantly. His son. Yeah, and his little boy. (laughs) Brady started to do his son. Yeah! 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 You want to go to Raising Cane's? Yeah! Yeah! So it was annoying, and he didn't like it, and then he moved. But Dave Elson also told me, I said, look, I give him a bunch of crap, and he goes, it's hilarious. I'm like, oh, you hear it? And he goes, oh, I love it. 
Elson's a great guy. He is one of the nicest people yeah. ever. So he turned me back on to Megadeth a little bit, but I don't even think he likes them. He lets me sell my coffee. <laughs> That's about it. But this Reckoning Day is pretty solid. And I like this one. Ah, finally, he shows he's got a little taste. But when when I sat that was like when Nicolas Cage called the show. I'm like, is this real? He said, I'm I all started laughing. Well, yeah, because I thought Dave was screwing with me. I thought he was doing my impression back to me at first. I understand we've got a little problem. <laughs> Good stuff, man. What? I'm like, oh. Oh, oh you're serious. That's how you talk. <laughs> what was uh, Cage's opening? Well, it's a pleasure to It's a pleasure to be on your show. <laughs> and we all looked we all at each other like somebody's laughing. putting us up because he's doing my impression of him back to us. <laughs> it's great to have me on your show. <laughs> oh, you're over the top. You're, this isn't real. Anyway. That is awesome. This is good stuff, though. And to Dave, I hope he gets better. I'll throw in the olive branch. I want him to recover so I can start teasing him again. I only tease him uh, when he's healthy. The cancer thing is scary and awful, and I, I wish that on no one. So when he got sick, I pulled back on the impression. But now he's getting better. I'm going to start doing it again. Because the second you're game in, on, yeah, when you're in remission, I'm a dick again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's reckoning day. It's uh, for tomorrow, man. I don't know if everybody else has the same butterflies I've got about this. I talked to too many cops. They're all on. They're all on call. It's an all call. Like all of them are on. Like waiting just in case. Uh, hopefully, everybody's the cooler heads will prevail. Yeah, I want it. You really, really, really want it. Yes, I really want it. You know, some people say the only thing better than something big is saving big on that something big. It's Dick Toledo, and what's the one thing nearly everyone wants or needs to go anywhere or to help you to get stuff done? A truck. Check that. A big truck. And right now at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big during Ram Power Days on every new Ram truck. So see the big savings for yourself and visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.